It's Thursday. Just leave a little bit. Anticipation, you know. It's time for another travel log. If you are in Edinburgh, Scotland, and you have one of those Scottish accents that's kind of the friendly one, because as everyone knows, there are two, well, there are three Scottish accents. The friendly one, the kind of northern kind of I beg your pardon, one. And then there's Glasgow, which, you know. If you are in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, no, I know nothing about it. All I know that, oh, no, actually, no, I don't even know that. Uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh Steelers? I want to say Steelers, right? And the Steelers play that game with the ball slash puck, and they did well. Yeah. Then I would invite you to join me. I am in Croatia in a place that I cannot pronounce. It is spelled R-I-J-E-K-A. I'd say Rijeka. I don't know. I think that J's are soft. Anyway, so <laughs> I am there. I am in Croatia. Croatia, Croatia is hard to say, and it's incredibly, oh man, it's lovely. It's a lovely place. It really is. And I'll tell you this funny thing that happened, right? So last time, last time I was in Italy, I was near Venice last week, right? And so I knew I just wanted to go east. I wanted to go north and east, you know, into Croatia, into Slovenia, into all these places. And then I'm going to go down the Balkans, right? So I crossed the border from Italy into Slovenia. Right? And <laughs> I instantly felt better because the last petrol station in Italy was like, one euro 90 a liter. Uh, no, it's not going to come on. <laughs> come on. And so I went into Slovenia, loved it. But I wasn't there long because... If you look at a map, if you go Italy, Slovenia, Croatia, if you look on a map, there's like no Slovenia there. It's like, why just make it Croatia? Just, you know what I mean? So, and then going over from the border from Slovenia to Croatia, it was like, I got to this uh, passport check, right? And so I went there and he's like, passport. So I go into the bike, I go into my bag, which is strapped on, right? And then I go right into the bottom and I'm, I'm fishing around. I'm doing that thing where you're not even looking because your arms kind of stretched into your bag and you're like, where is it? Where is it? And I find my passport and I get it out, right? And I go to this bloke, I give him my passport. And this is, it took like two minutes to do that. Give him my passport. He looks at it and goes, yeah, cool, nice one. Oh, at least stamp it, you know? And so, and so what happened then was I put it back in the bag, back in the same place, because I'd taken all the bag off and that. And then I went maybe 50 meters down the road. And there's this other checkpoint, right? This other passport checkpoint. And I get there and it's, and they go, passport. And I just put it back, man. I said, I've just, I've just done this. And they said, yeah, that was Slovenia uh, cops. This is Croatia cops. And I was like, ah. Oh. So I did it again and I showed them the thing. I was like, can you stamp it? They're like, yeah, right. So they stamped it. And I was like, okay, cool. So I got into Croatia and immediately it's amazing. It's hilly, it's mountainous. And everywhere you look, you seem to be going over a hill and have this view of like a bay or, or just the Adriatic. Is it the Adriatic? Yeah. The Adriatic Sea is just there. It's, it's picturesque. I know I use that word a lot, but there we go. The only thing I found though is the language, because usually, I mean, say I'm in France or Spain or Portugal or Italy, I can I can understand most of what they say because because I speak Portuguese. It's a Latin language, it's a Romance language, and so you kind of know, you know, they say something, you kind of know what they what they mean. And it's the same with German. German English is very Germanic, so you can pick up what they're saying. But in Croatia, it's like I have no basis for this language. I have 
I have no basis. I don't know how to, because uh, it's a Slavic language. The only thing I, I think, the only thing I know about it, or not even about it, is one of my ex-girlfriends, her last name was Shinkichakova, and I know how it's spelled, so I know how some letters are said. You know, I mean, that's the only thing that I have. So, so that's been kind of fun. It's been, it's a new world, man, where you can't speak the language. It was the same in Asia. It's, it's, it makes things more foreign, I think. Do you know what I mean? It's like, if you can read the signs, it's like, oh, we go that way. But if you can't, it's just so much more fun, man. So I really am loving it. And I read that in, I think it was in Slovenia, like 95% of people speak more than one language. How crazy is that? Well, not too crazy, but if you're in, you know, England or the US, that's pretty crazy, right? The Max Turcot says, as an Englishman, as I am, when do you, when you go to other countries, do they ask if you plan to co- <laughs> to colonize them? Uh, I've never had I've never had that question directly. Um, <laughs> and if England were to want to colonize more places, what I am the last person they would send, right? <laughs> like, why would they send me? It's like, I'll come back. Oh, hey, mate. Yeah, I'm here to. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just here to colonize it do you do you want to just hang out i I was sent here to colonize you but you know anyway so what happened right i was in croatia and i've been waiting for this to happen since the journey started and it finally happened it finally happened my back tire every time i checked it it started going down right and then i'd pump it back up to 39 and then go off again a few days later it's down to about 20 i'm like ah it's finally happened. So I had a little look, had a little look on the tire. There's about an inch and a half screw in it. I'm like, yes, it finally happened because I've been waiting for it to happen, man. And uh, just fixed it there, five minutes. Uh, uh, if any of you guys are, let's learn how to talk properly. If any of you guys are motorcyclists, then you know the old uh, tubeless tire. It's a five-minute fix. So fix that. And whenever you fix something on a bike or fix something in your life or fix something in general, you just feel like a warlord, you know what I mean? So (laughs) another thing that I've been really enjoying is, like I said last week, the best times I've had on this journey thus far have been when I've been camping, right? So that's what I've been doing. I went straight back to the camping as soon as I got in Croatia. It's like, man, I am getting the tent out. I'm getting some camping done. So that's what I've been doing. And camping is... Man, I don't know whether I said said too much, maybe not too much, but said a lot about this last week, but camping is just different, man. Like, yeah, right now I'm in an Airbnb, is this an Airbnb or something like that? But I'm in an apartment anyway. And it's it's nice. There's a radiator with a towel on and there's a kitchen in there fairly used. I've been using a pan as a bowl. You know what I mean? But it's different. I just feel like I want to leave, like immediately, you know? It's like I'm here... It's like I'm here as a pit stop. That's what it feels like. It feels like this and being in apartments and being in hotels hotels and being in hostels kind of, they're kind of like pit stops so I can get back out on the road. You know, maybe I'll wash my clothes. Maybe I'll, you know, do some work. Maybe I'll do stuff like that and then get back on the road, back to where the real thing is. You know what I mean? So that's kind of how it feels to me. So I've been back in the camping game, absolutely loving it because it's been incredibly hot and I've been getting incredibly burnt because I am incredibly white. (laughs) Another thing that happened is I finally, finally cleaned Gloria. It's been months (laughs) since she's had a clean. And even even though in the photos she looks sparkly, that's just how she looks. But (laughs) I finally gave her a clean and that was when I did the puncher as well. And man, that was a good day. One more thing, one more thing now. This is, so I was camping. I was on the, kind of on the beach. I was like overlooking the sea, right? And I was camping and it was nighttime. 
kind of, you know, sun was going down. I was thinking, what should I do with my time? And I love that question because it's not like, oh, I need to do this. I need to do this. It's, I have nothing I need to do. What should I do? What should I do with my time? I have this free spot. I have this freedom. I have this free time. What am I going to do with it? I could do anything with this free time. I go talk to that person over there. I could go, go in the sea. I could do anything I want. What should I do? And I looked at the bike and I saw that I have my guitar strapped onto the side. So that's what I did. And I'm thinking about doing this thing, right? Where each country, maybe each country or maybe each time I just get the inspiration, inspiration, and then uh, what I'm going to do is I took the guitar out and I opened up my computer and I laid, laid down, I laid down this little uh, kind of rhythm bit, you know, laid down a little bit of a lead track, laid, you know, and it was in the vibe of what I felt at that moment. It perfectly encapsulated my feelings at that time and how I felt at that time. And I put that down into music. And what I'm going to do is I will put it at the end of this podcast at the end of this podcast you will hear that recording it's not very good but it is the exact the exact feeling that i had it's real you know what i mean i'm not writing it like for something it's just how it felt you know so today what i'm going to talk about is i was talking to my friend and we were talking about man we were talking about life in general you know and i can't remember the way she put it but she was saying about how how it's like we're kind of rowing, what is it, like we're rowing without a destination, you know, do you ever feel like that, like you're, like you're in this life, and you're, you're just rowing, and you're rowing, and you will keep rowing, you'll keep going to work, you'll, you'll keep traveling, you'll keep doing whatever you're doing, but you don't exactly know where you're going, or more to the point of what we're talking about, why you're going there, why you're going in the direction you're going, and why you're actually rowing, why you're doing what you're doing, so I think what she said was, what's life for? <laughs> and I thought that was just such a cool, that's such an interesting uh, sentence, interesting question, right? And so it's like, what's best in life, which obviously we all know the answer to, which is to crush your enemies, to see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentations of their women. We all know that that is the answer to that question. But what, I guess the, the other question is, what is maybe is it what is your goal in life? You know, what is life for? What are, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? That's what I've started saying to people. Like when, if I'm in a hostel or something like that, because I, I always want to say, what brings you to Italy? What brings you to here? But that's hard to understand in a second language. That's like, well, the plane, mate. You know, so what I've been saying is, what are you doing here? You know, that's a nice question. So I, it's kind of like turning that round on life. What are you doing here in the world, in existence, in life? What are you doing what are you doing here? I said, I said that like, like I'm angry. What are you doing, man? But <laughs> what is your goal in life, right? So for me, mine, I had to think about this. And it's, yeah, it's an existential question. It's kind of hard to answer, but mine is kind of twofold. Number one, and this will change. This will change, surely, as everyone's, everyone's thoughts of what they're doing here in life will change based on what they are doing currently in life and how they think about it and the things... The things that they, the things that bring themselves to them. Do you know what I mean? It's like if you if you hear a bit of information or you get a bit, bit of inspiration from somewhere else, maybe your goals will change. Maybe your reason for, reason for being here will change. But for now, mine is twofold. Number one, to do everything, to do everything that I want to, and that's kind of creating the 
those moments of how did I get here? Those moments. I've talked about these a lot, man. It's like when you were walking down, I remember it so well in India, we were walking down this, down this street right in the mountains and the moon was there. The moonlight was just shining on us. And me and my friend Shalesh were just walking down. There's monkeys all around us. And I just had to stop and be like, man, right? how did I get here? <laughs> like, why, what is going on here? How did I get here? Those moments. I want those moments and I want to experience everything. I want to experience absolutely everything. If, you know, whatever it is, I want to do it. Right. And the other one, that's also getting as close to freedom as possible. Right. So the other one is for my existing in this world to have been an overall net positive. Right. So for, for after when I'm gone, if the world, it sounds like one of those classic American things, make the world a better place. But it's like, as long as my being here isn't a net negative for civil, not civilization, but for the world and for the universe, you know what I mean? That's kind of a secondary goal that I have, but that's just one of these things. That's one of these things, right? So last week, last week, I was looking back. Last week, I was talking about where have I been on this journey? Where have I been? What countries have I been to? What's been the best place? Yada, yada, right? This week, I'm going to be looking forward, right? Looking forward. Because what I said last week, I said it in passing. I said, I was talking about, what was I talking about? I was talking about like living for today, living in the now, experiencing where you are and not going, oh, tomorrow I'll be in uh, the Czech Republic. To, in two weeks, I'll be there. In three months, I'll graduate. In four years, I'll get a promotion. Whatever that may be, living in the now, living in the today, like my tattoo says, a key agora. That's my watch. That's the time it is now. That's where I should be living now, right? It's my watch and it's also my home, right? So that's what I was talking about. But I also said in passing that it's it's good to have plans. Like it's not. This is not saying don't have any plans for your life. Yeah, you can live in today. And I think it's good to know what's going to happen tomorrow, to know what might happen in three months, to know what may happen in four years. That's good. And because then you can work towards that. You can work towards it. So I said it in passing, but I thought about it a lot afterwards, right? And it's like I said, if you're living for today, say you're traveling, say you're working, I think these have two different, two different kind of meanings. So I think people think that when you're living for today in travel, you're saying, right, well, now I'm on this mountain and this is where I am and, and this is today and this is amazing, right? That's kind of what you're thinking. But maybe when you're not traveling, maybe if you're stuck in a rut, you know, some people get stuck in ruts. Maybe you're not living for today like I'm going to live like today is the last day of my life. Maybe you're just thinking about today because you wake up, you go to work, you come back, you eat the food, you watch the TV, and then you do it again tomorrow. So you're just thinking about that day. And this is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about rowing without a map, you know. You're rowing and rowing and you will continue to row, but you don't know where you're heading. Maybe you have a rough idea, but you don't know where you're heading. Or like I said before, more importantly, why you're heading there or in that direction, right? So you get it while traveling. Like I said, it's that feeling of why am I, why am I even here? So I could say this, I could say the same about here. I'm in, I'm in a, an apartment in Croatia. Why? <laughs> why am I, what am I doing here? It's like when, when kind of older people look at travel and they go, oh, it's just it, you wasting your time. You know, it's like, oh, he's just going to go do that. Like, I remember when I told my, uh, I told my Nana about traveling, I said, yeah, I'm going to go around every country in Europe. And she was like, why? <laughs> you know? And this is a view of travel that exists, right? And it's like, 
That's a good question. <laughs> That's a very good question. It's a question that we don't ask because we just think, well, yeah, travel. That's cool. I'm going to go travel and it's going to be great. And you know what? I think that's right. I think that's a really good assumption to have. But the question then remains, or still remains, why? Why are you traveling? Why are you going there? Well, <laughs> what are you going to do there? And when you're there, as I am here, the question does come up. Why am I here? What am I doing here? What is my future with this? You know what I mean? Maybe that's something not to think. Maybe that's not living in the present. I'm, I'm thinking this as I'm talking, by the way. This is how I formulate my thoughts. So apologies if, it, apologies if it starts to make sense and then just trails off. So there we go. So when I was thinking about this, because I have been thinking about this, I thought of this new, I think it's new. Maybe some other people have done it, but I thought of this travel slash life <laughs> strategy. That's a strange, strange uh, word for it, right? But this kind of strategy, this this way of making sure that you don't have that that question of why am I doing this? What is the point of doing this, right? So I, I came up with this strategy. And before I get onto that, I'll read some of these questions. So the Max Turcott says, is there a special meaning to your necklace with the heart and triangle shape? Yes, there is. This is, everyone thinks it's a Star of David. Every single time I go somewhere, they go, Shalom. <laughs> I'm like, no, mate, no. And so, yes, this is a heartagram. It is the, the symbol of the Gothic rock band Hymn from Finland. And it, it represents quite a lot of things. It represents love, uh, sex, romance, uh, death, sadness, and it's kind of all these things rolled into one. It's a difficult uh, feeling to kind of put into words, which I suppose is why there's a symbol for it. And uh, yeah, there's well, there's another reason that it's the, that I wear it, but maybe one day I'll tell you about that. So, <laughs> so Alex Dot Woodward said, recently turned twenty and plan to start traveling in the upcoming months. Do you have any advice for a first-time solo traveler slash recommended destination for a noob? Cheers. Alex, don't know if you're male or female, can't check. So, Alex, what was the initial question? Any advice for a first-time solo traveler? Yes. The 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 number two the two best pieces of advice that people can give always is number one, pack less stuff. Number two, take more money. If that means saving up for six months longer, if that means saving up for three months longer, whatever, if that means putting in, you know, 16 hour days, whatever that is, take more money, take less stuff. When it comes to taking less stuff, put out all your stuff that you're going to take, right? And then half it, okay? Then half that. That's that, That's kind of the, the first way of kind of getting that down. But that is kind of something that you learn on the first journey. That's something you learn on the first journey, right? So it's nice to have that before you go out on that first journey. So that's that's the advice I'd give for your first time travel. And of course, the standard, you know, be open-minded and talk to everyone that you meet, everyone that you see to go up and say, hey man, how's it going? You know, no matter who it is. And I'd recommend... I'd recommend probably doing that before you go. Like, so before you go, so if you're in line at the ATM, in line at the shop, whatever, just go up and say to the, the person in front of you, the person behind you, hey, how's it going? How's your day going? If you're in England, which judging by the way you spell uh, traveling, you are, then <laughs> people will go, what are you doing? Like, don't, don't say hey to me, you know, <laughs> that will happen. Just go with it. Just go with it and just keep doing it. And that is a skill. And as soon as you, you harness that skill, you'll be much better off because many more opportunities will come your way when you are traveling. Recommended destination? Good question. It depends on a lot of things, such as your budget and things like that. But actually, no, when it comes to budget, Europe, for example, if you're in the UK, which I think you are, Europe is easier to get to, cheaper to, cheaper to get to. But 
more expensive when you're there. Asia, for example, is more expensive to get to, but amazingly cheap when you're there. Right, so I would recommend Asia because it's a fantastic place for Southeast Asia specifically. It's one of the best. There's a reason everyone goes traveling there. You know, it's outside of your of your culture, so that's you get that amazing. The people are fantastic. You know, really really good. You you probably won't get robbed, which is always a plus. <laughs> and yeah, it's just fantastic. Weather's good. It's just great, and you can. There's less rules there. You know, you can get on a motorbike and just ride the whole country and no one really cares. So Southeast Asia, I'd recommend Vietnam, best place there, in my opinion. So there, there you go. So back to, I don't know how long this, this fern is going to hold. So back to my strategy. It's Strategy is a weird word for it, Matt, but it's this thing I'm, thing I'm doing, thing I'm thinking about, right? Projects, okay? Projects. Now, Think of them as expeditions, right? So an expedition is a journey taken with a particular purpose. I learned this from, I mean, back in, I think it was season three or four or something, we had a, a guy that did expeditions. Could you tell that? I couldn't think of the word for that now. So we had a guy that did expedi- 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 no, not going to happen. So we had a guy that did expeditions, on, and we were talking about what an expedition actually is. And I think I, I think I boiled it down to me going to the fridge to get some coconut milk was an expedition because of the what it was so a journey taken with a particular purpose right that is kind of what i'm thinking with this so examples examples for this is when i went to queensland you could just go hey i'm gonna go to queensland australia gonna be great when i was there i did gold mining in queensland that's an expedition in a sense that's a project that has a beginning a middle and an end and it's it's kind of something you can take off in a way, but it's it's a thing. You know what I mean? It's a thing. And so uh, another example, motorcycle the length of Vietnam, that's beginning, middle, and end. That's a thing, right? So there's many more. The one I'm on at the moment, motorcycling every country in mainland Europe, you can take off the boxes. It's it's a thing, you know? So next year, I'm going to live in Rio and spend every day at the gym, and I'm going to get in fighting shape. I'm going to get in my fighting shape, become about, you know, 300, 400, 700 pounds. And... <laughs> I'm going to get in flight check. And that's going to be my, my goal. My project is a good word for it. And then after that, I'm going to go to England and get my pilot's license. This is something I was thinking about two days ago. And now all I've been doing is looking at, looking at planes. So I'm going to get my pilot's license in England. And then uh, maybe go to Japan and finish and get my black belt, finish, finish karate. These things are projects. They have beginning, middle, and end. And you can take them off in a sense that sounds weird but you know what i mean they're projects and so there's a lot of benefits to this right so benefits of this it introduces a form of hardship and challenge right so it's like if you're i don't know attaining your black belt in japan that's a challenge that's a massive challenge right so it introduces that because travel yes we have challenges in travel but not like this not like this there's potential for failure and there's a potential for victory you know what I mean? It's different. It's different. And it means you're overcoming obstacles and you're finding out, this is one of the most important parts, you're finding out who you are in certain circumstances, right? So say you're, say you're uh, motorcycling the length of uh, whatever country. You find out who you are when it's raining and you've got a puncture and everything's broken down and you're in the middle of nowhere. You find out who you are. And man, I don't know how much you get these things with just going to a place and just seeing how it goes. You know what I mean? So these can, I think these can also make short-term travel more rewarding, right? Because when you're, when you're traveling short-term, say, hey, I'm going to go to 
Paris, then I'm going to go to Berlin, then I'm going to go to here. And you go there, you see the sites, you go, that was cool. But if you go to Paris to take a, a you know, maybe if it's an, even if it's a two-week course in watercolors, you know what I mean? It's like that makes it a little bit more interesting for me. And you're doing it in that place as well, you know? And I don't know. I think it just makes short-term travel more rewarding and long-term travel like I'm doing. It's a journey. It makes it more of a journey. And you have a destination at the end. And I know it's not about the destination, but it's it makes it more of a journey. Do you know what I mean? Am I making sense? So the trick is, I think, to make these plans, to start these projects, and then be fully immersed in them. That's what I think. It's intense time. It's not passive time. You're not, like I said before, being passive and saying, oh, I don't know where I'm going to be. I don't know what I'm going to do. Why am I here, etc." You know why you're there because you're spending intense time doing these things. Like, what are, you, what are you thinking about when you're doing these things? You're thinking about that thing because that's that phase in your life. When I'm in Brazil and I'm taking six months and going to the gym every day, I'm going to be thinking about the gym every day. I'm not going to be thinking about when I'm going to be in Japan taking my black belt. You know what I mean? You're there and you're, you're using intense time instead of passive time and what is life if it's not using your time intensely and being there in your time what is being in the moment if it's not using your time intensely so next week i'll be maybe i'll be in dubrovnik something like that maybe serbia somewhere down by there montenegro i don't know somewhere down there if you have any suggestions of where to go what to do let me know. I don't know much about, is it the Balkans? I don't know. I don't even know what it's called. I don't know much about the Balkans. So let me know what I should go see there. I've heard that Dubrovnik is super, super nice. So I'm definitely going there, especially as I watch Game of Thrones. So apparently you've got to go there and check out King's Landing. So that's what I'm going to do over there. Finally, I think I'll just get to the one question that we've had this week because it's a bit of a longie. Let me see. Question comes from R.A. Dowling. She says, he says, she says, they say. Lee, we got a chat. I love when people call me Lee. Lee, we got a chat. Yes, we do. It's my second day in Spain, and I've just listened to your last podcast, and you've flourished my brain thinking into a microphone, which is what I do. And I've got to be on the other end someday, just to chat and unleash my similar language back. Yes, you do. I arrived in Madrid and stayed in a, that was the chair, do you hear that? I arrived in Madrid and stayed in a hostel. Cool city, but felt the urge to leave because I just ain't a city person. Agreed. I know exactly what you mean. So took my step towards hitchhiking and jumped in a share car. I found the app Blah Blah Car. That's B-L-A-B-L-A-C-A-R. I don't know why that was so difficult. I've been hearing a lot about that app. It seems pretty cool, man. It's like, you know, I'm going from Berlin. Why am I saying Berlin? I'm going to from Berlin to uh, Venice someone want to come and then people go yeah i think that's what it is <laughs> yeah so uh, a shaka to vigo with spanish amigos and i'm now staying with a local outside a bit up from vigo while i wait for my mom and her amigo to road trip with them for a little bit man it sounds like you got a lot of cool uh, of cool plans my brain is so alive and the man i'm staying with loves travel too and i literally kept him up last night rambling about travel and other random stuff that is what happens, man. So I need to ramble with you one day. You just speak my language. And veg is super cheap here. I'm stoked. I've already had a good handful of, man, how did I get here? And man, it doesn't get much better than this moments. Yes, man. Isn't life about those moments, you know? I was saying about this before. I don't know. It's, they're hard to put into words. And that's the, only, that's the only way to describe, man, how did I get here? Moments. 
you know, I don't know, everyone needs to everyone needs to have those moments, you know. But yes, we do have to chat and we can chat anytime you like. You can you can literally call my phone. It's <laughs> and anyone can do this too. Send me a message, I don't care. It's plus forty-four seven seven four five eight eight nine four seven two. Pretty sure that's it. So anyone can call me too. I really don't care. Cool. <laughs> so yes, short answer to a uh well, to a relatively long question. Not even a question. Yes, we should chat. Right, this has been fun this week. This is just a shorty this week. And I think I may do the Instagram Lives each week. I may not. Sometimes there'll be not an Instagram Live, but there'll always be the podcast. We'll always have the podcast. So thank you very much for listening. I do appreciate it. That sounded like I, I was just saying that. I genuinely do appreciate it. I can't believe that... I, I can't believe that anyone listens to this, let alone how many people do listen to it. You know what I mean? It's like if you imagine a room full of that many people, it's like, what? <laughs> Convening once a week just to hear me think on a microphone. It's very strange. So if you also, also if you have any, did I say the questions thing? If you have any questions, Instagram or Backpack Digital, there you go. And if you have any suggestions of what I should talk about, because as you know, if I don't have suggestions, I will just pick up a mic and start thinking like audibly so if you have any suggestions of what i should talk about then let me know instagram or backpack digital or my phone number which i gave out back then oh last thing the music that you're going to hear now is me playing guitar uh, by the sea uh, next to my tent and my bike and it was the vibe of the moment it was me in croatia just hanging out the sun was going down and it was just the vibe of the moment it's not a perfect recording or anything like that it's just It's the vibe, man. It's all about the vibe. So enjoy. Talk to you guys next week. Mm -hmm.